Hello into creative aging minds. So in this episode, I want to talk about gratitude. And I know we can all use a little bit of gratitude in our lives, especially as today is May 31st. And if you are living in America, you are very aware of what's been going on in our society. And it's been pretty ugly. But today... I got to host my official graduation celebration for my graduate students who have completed their master's degrees from the Masters of Art and Art Therapy and Counseling program. So these beautiful women are going on to pursue their registrations as an art therapist, as well as what's called an LPC, Licensed Professional Counselor, in the state of Connecticut. And uh, got to host it in our backyard. We had a social distancing safe graduation ceremony, and it was just lovely. It was absolutely lovely. Um, just a very small gathering of us, but something I was able to do to give back and really wanted to make it special for, for these women because I cannot imagine any student right now who wasn't able to participate in their high school graduation, their college graduations, and even birthdays. I celebrated my birthday in a, <laughs> a housemate self-isolated quarantine birthday themed party but so to all of those out there who didn't get to have your official ceremonies I wish you a very congratulations for what that's worth and just know that the world recognizes us and we see you and you are cared about and you are wished every single happiness and success and peace and joy and love and care and good health in your life and so as I'm thinking about the theme of gratitude and talking about creative aging one of the things I want to highlight in this episode is some of the uh, beautiful paintings that my clients with Alzheimer's disease and other types of dementia created and there's something just so magical about the arts that bring out the spirit, whether it's dancing, music, art, gardening, whatever that is, but there is something very, very magical in the importance of creativity in our human psyche and in, um, in our spirit. So one of the paintings I'm going to highlight is a woman that I worked with for five years in Naples, Florida, and I got to work with her when she was living in assisted living. And we started to see some signs. She, at the time, was not in any of my dementia groups, but just normal aging assisted living. But we started noticing some kind of memory hiccups here and there. And it progressively got worse and worse until her family did have to transition her into memory care. And I was working in the memory care as well as the assisted living so I got to have this transition with her, and it meant a lot to me because despite her being progressively in the throes of Alzheimer's disease, she still recognized me and she would light up when she would see me. And her paintings were so intricate and, and, and wild, and she would always say that she really wasn't a painter, she's not an artist, but she would create, and then when she would process it, it was very profound. In fact, one day I'm going to have to write a book because I keep being told you should write, you should write all these stories. 
she would be the inspiration behind that because this is the particular woman who one day she was getting progressively in the throes deeper. And I just finished up a session and she took my hand and looked me in the eye very deeply, you know, when you have that kind of, you know, when you have those connections with people and you, you're both looking at each other into your eyes and it's just like you have that moment. We had that moment. And she said, you need to write our story. And I said, okay, I'll write your story. And she said, no, you have to write because you know. And I said, I know what? She goes, you know us. And then she pointed around the room and she said, you know our stories and you need to share our stories and you have to write about it. And it was just this very electric moment that really hit me in a, in a weird way, in a good way. But it was, um, like, wow. So in this particular session, I had them paint um, a gratitude card. So keep in mind, these are older adults that are in their 70s, 80s, 90s, all in middle to late stage Alzheimer's disease as well as other types of dementias. And she was definitely pretty progressed by then. So when I asked her to paint a gratitude card, what does, what does being thankful mean to you? And she thought for a minute, and then she picked up her paintbrush, and she started painting these black lines, which is another thing that changed. I noticed that as she got deeper in Alzheimer's disease, her coloring, the colors that she chose were more darker colors. She used to use a lot more brighter colors in her paintings back in the assisted living, even when she started getting in the early onset or early stages. But um, it got deeper. So she started using these dark blues and dark purples and black. So she took the black and she started drawing these, these waves. And then she threw some kind of some dark brown in there. And then she, she drew, or she painted the number 13 and she did it twice. So it says 1313. 13. And she's got all these lines in there, these wavy lines that she said were ships. She identified these as ships. And I asked her, can you title this? What, is, what, what, what would you like to title this painting? And she titled it Sky Blue Review. So Sky Blue Review. And I said, tell me about this. What, what, does, um, what does 13 mean to you? And she said, and I wrote all this down because I documented it all, 13 is an important number. It was my father's number in Boston. He was a police officer. He was also a private detective. And I was lucky. She said 13 is also a, a big number in my family. We have many 13s in our birthdays, our birthday months, a lot of 13, December, January, and I am grateful of my father and of my family. And she was thankful of being able to boat. She loved boating, and that was the big deal that she started painting were all these boats, and she would paint them, and she would tell me that it was Boston Harbor and that she loved the ocean and the wonderful life that she has. So here's a woman very progressive in the stages of Alzheimer's disease that was able to paint this, this beautiful, intricate picture, very detailed. 
and she did. She had this reoccurring theme, so if you start to piece her paintings together as she got more progressive in the disease, you're going to see a lot more boats, lots of boats and ships. And this was in Florida, and this was where she uh, lived in, in the Boston area. But I just find it, um, just find the psyche amazing, amazing. And you got to wonder, where are these creativity and these memory pockets housed in the brain? Because how is it that she's able to tap into these pockets within her, within her, herself and remember and some people would say well maybe they're just coming up maybe how do you know that's really true how do you know that happened how do you know this well spouses would come in adult children families friends would come and visit and when we would share they would just start crying they would be very tearful and shocked because they had no idea that their loved one remembered these things and it also gave them something to talk about and something to share. And it was a moment where husbands and wives get to be husbands and wives. And daughters and sons get to come and they're, they're mom, and, mom and son, daughter and son, and mom and dad. And it just really created these relationships where there was no stigma and it's no longer caregiver or patient or client. And um, caregivers are the, the big kind of the big word, because now I'm I, I'm no longer a husband or a wife. I'm a caregiver. But you are a husband and you are a wife. That is very profoundly still remembered and very profoundly deeply loved and cherished. And I see this all the time. That comes out through various paintings and artworks that I do with um, with my clients. And these individuals are just so beautiful and unique, and I, I feel so privileged and honored that I get to work with them. And I think being very present-centered, it really sets the stage of, of learning to slow down and be very present in a mindful kind of way and just take things in in a non-objective, non-judgmental way. So with that, I just wanted to share a little bit of gratitude for the people in my life and my life and things that I have going on because there's been a lot of bad as well. So for all the bad, horrible things that are going on and your own experiences and the events that got canceled and all the celebrations got canceled and things didn't quite work out the way that were hoped, I hope that you do take a minute to think about the gratitude that you do have in your life and the things that, that are good and try to focus on that in the time being. And always know that there is no one in the world like you, and the world needs you, and there would be a void without your being. That is a card I got to share with my graduate students, and I meant, and I mean every word. So with that, here's to a day of gratitude. Until next time. <laughs>